Welcome to the Back Church. I'm News 5's Heather Williams, and Martin is the man. Martin Truex Jr., his third win of the season, second in a points-paying race. He wins at Sonoma, and many of you know this because you probably ended up here because I make radio appearances in other TV markets, but uh, one of my themes in both Nashville and Tulsa when I was on the radio this week was that Martin Truex Jr. was going to be a guy to watch this week. Uh, I threw his name out there with a handful of other guys that are kind of sneaky good at the road courses. And Truex is definitely one of those guys that's sneaky good at Sonoma. You don't really think about him in the same breath as Tony Stewart or Jeff Gordon, but maybe you should. He's he's pretty good at Sonoma, and he showed it again this weekend. It's also great just to see Truex back to being Truex. I know last year... Really the last couple of years, although two years ago he at least made the playoffs. Last year was a little bit of a struggle for the 19 team. And for them to uh, to look like the Truex of a few years ago, it's it's really cool to see. And I'm, I'm happy to see Martin back up there. Uh, you know, win and win for the old guys. We talk about those young kids all the time. But, you know, as a peer of Martin, I'm actually even a little bit older than Martin. Uh, I love to see Martin and Denny and and. Kevin Harvick up front winning, uh, you know, win must for us old folks, right? Uh, we're not quite in the walkers yet, so I really enjoyed seeing that. Okay, the other news of the day, and if you live outside the Bristol market, you may not even realize this is going on. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't aware, but y'all got to stop with the Bristol slander. You got to stop with the Bristol slander. You got to stop with trashing the dirt track. You got to stop with trashing the spring race. Dude, Bristol's awesome. Bristol is awesome. Ask any driver, any crew member, and any NASCAR industry person. Bristol's awesome. And I know that the spring race in Bristol does not bring 130,000 people like it used to. But a lot of things ain't what they used to be, right? I mean, there's a couple of things that are working against the spring race right now. The weather. It's been a long time since they've been able to find a date for this race that works well with the weather when it was on the concrete. Uh, there's a lot more to do these days, and you don't have to be at the race to watch the race, right? Every race is televised. Every race is on your phone. Every race is on the radio. Every race is on your satellite radio. So you don't have to go to Bristol to enjoy Bristol. And sports attendance across the board is down. I don't want to hear people complaining about 60,000 people at Bristol, or even if you think it's 40,000. When you praise a sold-out Martinsville that only holds 35,000, or a sold-out Wilkesboro that only holds 30,000, 40, 50, 60,000 people at a race is a lot of people. And I just, you know, I'm very protective of my home, quote-unquote, home race. I live here now. Home race would probably be considered Kansas, but that track wasn't even there when I grew up in Kansas. So I've been coming to Bristol since 2002, uh, which doesn't seem like a long time when I say it, but it's more than 20 years. And I just can't take the slander anymore. Stop talking about Bristol losing a race. Stop talking about how bad it sucks. Stop, stop talking about how you hate the dirt. Dirt's not my favorite, but hey, it's putting eyeballs on this racetrack. And the last two races at the Bristol Dirt Race, if you haven't been paying attention, if you're too busy just complaining on Twitter, the last two races at the Dirt Race were pretty darn exciting. Great finishes, 
really good racing, better racing than what we saw a few weeks ago at Wilkesboro. All right, had to get that off my chest. All right, this week, Chris is in. He's talking, uh, obviously, about Martin. It's a bye week, so we're going to do a little mid-season grades with Chris kind of thing. Uh, get his Pick his brain a little bit about what teams are performing and which aren't as we head to the break, kind of the unofficial mid-season of the, of the year. And then Austin Dillon's going to stop by. Love it when Austin stops by. He's a frequent guest on the podcast. And I love the fact that he took time out on his off week. You know, he's about to go to the pool with uh, with this kid, with Ace. So just the fact that he would take some time and, and talk to myself and other me- members of the media uh, on the off week, I think is very cool. So I thank Austin for stopping by. And let's get rolling. So, Chris, with two wins on the season, how dangerous is Truex? I, I think he's, you've opened it. He's back in the conversation, Heather. He he put on a dominating performance at Sonoma. And Clint Moyer kept talking about it, you know, saying, well, he's he's one of the most boring winners we've got. Because it, it seems like, you know, he, he made a good point when, when, Truex goes out there and kind of has everything going his way and ha- kind of sets his mind. He just goes out there and destroys the whole field. And he pretty much, you know, left everybody with not much hope throughout most of the race and finished it off. They, they checked off all the boxes. They covered all the details and came home with a really impressive win going into, you know, an off weekend and, and it'll have momentum. So pretty stout, I think. And that's, I think it too gives momentum to Joe Gibbs races, Joe Gibbs racing, which needed momentum. This week, Jordan Bianchi of The Athletic reported that dirt will probably not be back at Bristol. I know you're happy about that, but there's also a chance there may not be a spring race at all at the last great Coliseum. How big of a loss would that be for Bristol? Devastating, I think. Um, I'm going to I'm, I'm go, I'm going to cling to the hope that that's not the case. Uh, and, and I don't think it will be. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not putting discrepancy or whatever, but... Um, I, I don't know, Heather. There's just man, Bristol is just it, it. It would shock me if they took a race away from Bristol Speedway. As much as it has been part of, uh, you know, NASCAR entertainment for so long, uh, it would shock me. I'm not, and I'm not at all sad about the dirt going away. I know some people be might be mad about that, but uh, I think racing on the on the regular surface, uh, I know for a fact that drivers love it. They they love it. They love racing there. And usually, when the drivers are happy, they put on a good show, and it's pretty entertaining. So we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll we'll, we'll see. Mid season report card for the drivers. Which teams are at the top of the class? and which teams need improvement? Well, we mentioned uh, with, with Martin Truex's win, you know, that, that pumps some energy into Joe Gibbs' uh, camp, and I think that camp needs a little, uh, a little help. You know, uh, I've been uh, waiting on Denny Hamlin to, like, blossom a little bit more. The, the Hendrick teams have been, they've kind of shown strength a lot through Kyle Larson, but also William Byron. Okay, look, still looking for some more strength from Stuart Haas. You know, the Penske teams are okay. So we'll, we'll see. A lot of racing left. 
Indeed, we are at the halfway point. I know right now all drivers are thinking about is sipping a mojito on the beach right now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Some of them already are. First of all, also tell me a little bit about this uh, this cool paint scheme you got uh, going on that you guys unveiled today. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Um, coolest part about this paint scheme is uh, coolest part about the paint scheme for me is um, the fact that we've grown this program, the Dow Veteran Salutes car for multitude of years now. Dow's been with me for 10 years and um, seeing this program grow to what it is, 2000 names on our car of veterans between Dow and RCR employees or family members of employees that have served our military. And obviously that to me is, you know, heroic act to, to serve in our military. Um, the reason we get to race on the weekends is because of our military men and women of the past who have just kept this country what it is. And, um, the car looks so good. It has this mean camouflage vibe to it with a bunch of beautiful names on the side of it. Looks like there's an American flag kind of hidden in the car and it's just, uh, it's patriotic and, it gives me motivation to go out to Atlanta and, and try and get to victory lane. Um, I know that, the, that, that, that organization is really important to you. Uh, can you kind of just tell people a little bit about, you know, what Dow is doing for the veterans? Yeah. Dow and RCR both, you know, do a lot for the veterans to try and show them our support. And um, yeah, we, we put the names of, you know, former employees or employees, that served our military, our veterans, um, they get to sign up to be on the side of our race car, um, for this race in Atlanta. And we've done it a couple of different racetracks over the years. And, and it's been a, this, this car has been a mainstay for our program. It's, it's been, um, probably one of my favorite of the year, every year. Um, I know you guys are, uh, in the middle of your off week. You said you were at the pool. How important is this off week for drivers and organizations, everybody to just kind of, decompress and recharge for the summer run considering that we have one off weekend the entire year it's huge uh, i mean you gotta you gotta get away i've already been in the simulator this week which is one more time that i shouldn't have been i probably should have unplugged completely but uh just had to jump in for a little bit and uh you know rest of the week i'll just be chilling and trying to relax with family and just enjoy the weekend and the weather um i know the first half of the year has not been what you guys have wanted at all but does it give you guys any kind of solace to know that you have the organization and the team that can you know win when you have to i mean your guys' back was against the wall last year and you won and got into the playoffs yeah for sure you know i mean i think uh you know obviously the motivation for me is our teammate in eight has three wins this year and given um that we have the strength to do it with our three team we've gotten closer the last couple of weeks of um, you know, competing with the eight car, qualifying closer. Our setups are, are, you know, getting closer each week, which is nice um, to unload and, and feel confident about your race car. So, uh, you know, if you take the five DNFs away from our season and the 60 points, we're probably well inside of, uh, you know, a points, you know, position for the playoffs outside of a win. Um, you know, five DNFs, you can consider one or two for me usually every year at, I've gone seasons without a DNF. So um, it's, it's kind of unheard of for us, unfortunate, but you know, sometimes you're in those situations and you can't get out of them, but um, we're focused on the second half of the season, 
like a clean sheet of paper, fresh start, go out there and start performing again. And some really good tracks coming up for you, Atlanta and Daytona and, uh, you know, some of the some of the short tracks. There's some, there's some good tracks for you this summer that you can maybe get multiple wins. I'm, I'm thinking that's your attitude, correct? For sure. You know, I mean, uh, I try and look at every track with a chance to win. You got to have faith and believe. And um, the effort and work that I put in this year and the time that I've spent on each track is is valuable. So um, I feel like we can win at any time. You got to have everything line up from pit crew, driver, and setup. And when it all clicks, it can happen. You just have to put yourself in good situations um, and eventually – you know, the good Lord has blessed us many times to go to victory lane and, and hopefully this year he does it again. Uh, 75th anniversary of the, of the sport. It's been such a big year with a lot of new and some old, I mean, we've gone to North Wilkesboro. We've got, uh, Chicago coming up here in a, a few weeks. Uh, how, what do you think is the state of the sport? How do you, how do you think that NASCAR is doing right now? Well, you know, I think uh, NASCAR is, you know, in a, in a good place. You see a lot of new fans out at the track. Um, the environment's, you know, fun, exciting, and there's always a little bit of change going on in NASCAR with the uh, rules packages and the point system. It's, uh, it, I think it's interesting. It's a good time to follow some new drivers. And, man, um, you know, why not join our sport and, and see, you know, all the competition that's out there any given week. You don't know who can win. And if they're looking for a driver, the three is always a good one, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I would, I would join on our bandwagon. I think I'm a pretty fun loving guy and enjoy you know, getting out there and getting with it on the track. All right, so for my final thought this week, I thought I'd kind of give you my midseason grades. I think if we're handing out A's on the season, I think I'm going to give an A to RFK Racing. I, I know they're only like 14th and 15th or 13th and 15th, something like that in the point standings. But man, when you talk about how quickly that team has kind of turned things around, how bad they were when Kislowski took over at the beginning of last year, the penalties, the things that really set them back since about the mid season point of last season up until now, that team's really been performing. So I definitely would give a really good grade to him. I uh, would probably give my B maybe to, um, I'll give it to Ty Gibbs. I'm really kind of surprised with the way that, that Ty has put himself in a position to make the playoffs. He's managed not to piss a lot of people off in the Cup Series. He's making laps. He's learning things. He's steady Eddie. He's getting some top fives, some top tens. So I'll give him a B. I'll actually give a B to really probably the Toyota camp in general. Uh, at one point or another in the first half of the season, they've all had a stretch where they've run really well. Talked about Truex in the opening. Bubba Wallace has had like, I don't think he had like four straight top fives and then a top 10 last week at the road course, which is pretty impressive. Um, Denny Hamlin has been really good on the fast track. At the beginning of the season, it looked like Christopher Bell was going to be the guy to beat. So, and Tyler Reddick has a win this year as well after making a switch in teams and manufacturers. So I'll give kind of top of the class to Ty Gibbs, but really a B to all of the Toyota family teams that have kind of disappointed 
I'll say the Fords. I mean, I, I will give them the the CD. I'm not going to give any Fs. I don't think anyone's failing, per se, unless we want to get into some off-the-track things. But I feel like the Fords have struggled. I mean, I, I think that's pretty obvious that the Fords have struggled. When you look like a defending champ, Joey Logano, sure, he has a win, but he just hasn't had the success that he had a season ago. Ryan Blaney has a win, but he doesn't seem to be as consistent as he was a year ago. Towards the end of the first half, they're starting to figure some things out. So maybe uh, a C a plus on the rise a little bit. But just in general, the Ford, I mean, Stuart Haas Racing has been abysmal. If I was going to give someone a failing grade on the track, it would probably be the 14 of Stuart Haas Racing. Chase Bristol has so much more than what that team has been showing on the track. So... Yes, maybe that might be my failing grade of the first semester, but I like Chase. I, I, it's, it's hard for me to even do that to him because I like him a lot. He's he's, he's a good guy with, with much more to give on the track, so um, hopefully they'll get that figured out in the second half of the season. Thinking of that, enjoy the off week, and we'll see you next week on Back Stretch.